All right, so in this episode, we're going to look at some basic aspects of anarcho-communism. A key feature of anarcho-communism is the rejection of the concept of private property while accepting the concept of personal possession. For example, you can claim your toothbrush, but should not be able to claim sole ownership over a toothbrush factory. It is argued that in a classless society, no one will have the right to private property used to exploit others for exploitation and disproportionate personal gain. So you might ask, okay, what makes anarcho-communism different from, say, Marxist communism? That would be a fair question, and one key difference is how state communists regard the state as if it's inherently necessary as a transformational or transitional tool into a classless and stateless society. The view, as stated by Marx, is that the state would have a dictatorship of the proletariat for a time. However, with the eventual disappearance of classes, the state is expected to wither away. Of course, the, the key problem that anarchists are quick to note is simple. States are systems of hierarchy and authority, and therefore will not likely want to just wither away. So anarchist communism differs from statist Marxism in that key regard, even though both share the widespread assumption that private property, regarded as an extension of capitalism and patriarchal rule, will exist to exploit and generally harm the underclass that it creates. In reality, state communists and anarcho-communists are in many ways at odds with each other. Though conventional liberals and conservatives lambaste both Marxism and anarcho-communism, I think any honest look at history must concede some points raised by adherence to such radical views. As one academic source notes, the proletariat was basically screwed over historically in some key ways. So this uh, source notes that using enclosures, changing the conditions of production and agriculture, and denying peasants access to common lands and resources, landowners transformed land into pasture land for raising sheep, or sold land to farmers who began to develop grain and livestock production. People who had subsisted on the land were denied the possibility of making a living on the land, and they become, they become propertyless. Population growth, growth was also considerable, and in some areas forced labor, that is slavery, indentured servants, etc., was used. While some people subsisted in rural industry and craft production, Factory production with its cheaper mass-produced commodities began to undermine this in the 18th and 19th centuries. Together, these changes created a large class of landless and property-less people who had no choice but to become members of the proletariat, many working in factories. These people became free-wage free laborers, free from feudal ties and free from a source of livelihood, Today, we still talk of free labor markets 
and the dual meaning in, in much the same. So that's the end of that quote. Um, anyway, anarcho-communism has strong links with ecology, having been formed through a growing disillusionment with an opposition to the Industrial Revolution. That being said, anarcho-communists are not necessarily against all modern industrial activity, even if their views may easily lend themselves to what could be called anarcho-primitivism. One might also call ecological anarchism a sort of gentle anarchy, and certainly some anarcho-communists and eco-anarchists are also pacifists. At the same time, anarcho-communism is perhaps also compatible with anarcho-syndicalism, which rejects centralized corporate, national, or international planning, which they call officialism, and supports industrial revolutionary union-based action on a voluntary basis. Anarcho-communism has arisen in a, num in a number of countries, and as Wikipedia explains, the best-known examples of anarcho-communist societies are the anarchist territories of the Makhnovshchina during the Russian Revolution. Sorry I butchered that, I don't really speak Russian. Um, but you also have the anarchist territory of the Korean People's Association in Manchuria, and those of the Spanish Revolution, most notably revolutionary Catalonia. So that's just a quick look at some aspects of uh, anarcho-communism, its history, and what some of the ideas mean.